It is After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hey there, my name is Wendy Prater. I've been an agent with Magical Journeys Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner for five years now. I'm also a proud sponsor of the Dis After Dark podcast. These guys are great. Keep listening. Whether you have been guilted into taking your little princess to see Elsa or you're wanting to drink around the world showcase in a fabulous adult vacation, let me help you create the most magical experience by cutting out your stress. I make the plans, you make the memories. I'll find you the best deals and arrange your whole itinerary. My services are free, so why not? Mention this ad for $25 off your deposit. I also specialize in universal vacations, all major cruise lines, and all-inclusive vacations. Find me at WPMagicJourneys.com to get started. Welcome to Universal After Dark, a universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Right, we're recording. Hi and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I'm your host, as usual, Amanda, and today I'm joined by Paul D. Hello there. Chris Ripley. Tiptoe. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to sing the whole song. <laughs> uh, no, that's the earworm. <laughs> and our Craig's back from his holiday. I am. I thought he was going to leave me hanging there, like, no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the comedians. <laughs> the comedians. Yes, I'm back from the holiday. <laughs> Did you have the best time? I actually had. I've just said to Paul off my, I had the best Florida holiday I've ever had in my life. Wow. Oh, that's good. It was the best. Oh, we missed you so much. Can't wait to hear about it. Yes. I've got, I've got 28 pages of trip report. Wow. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't took any notes. I'll have probably forgot half of it. I've got Just make it up. From, just make it up, yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to touch on some Halloween Horror Nights news first, and then we're going to hear a little bit about Craig's trip. So, in... The week since we've last recorded, we've seen the new Halloween Horror Nights ad. Have you guys all seen it? Yes. Yeah. No. I didn't think you would have, Craig. (laughs) (laughs) You've been too busy living up in Florida. But it was created by Eli Roth. And personally, I think this is one of my favourite ads that we've had in a long, long time. I mean, ads like the ones that we had for Sweet 16, 
Sweet 16 will always be my favourite ad. But I feel like this one was just ridiculously good. Mm. Not even just because it had Eli Roth's name attached to it. It was just a really fancy ad. And it had so many different elements to it. Did he give anything away before, or was it just an advert on, on like IP houses? Well, I mean, we share we're sharing an ad with Hollywood this year, um, but there was no like Chucky wasn't in it or Leatherface wasn't in it, um, but we had vampires, and obviously the original houses were only announced today, so that was like a little secret bit to it. But then we did. It was mostly the IP stuff, really. I'll have to have a look at that then in a minute. But it's so so cool. I forgot what the the voodoo guy's name is from American Horror Story Coven, but he is in it. He's like hiding in a corner. It's just really really cool. I need to. Get, I've seen um, the witches. I haven't seen. Is that Coven in it? Uh huh. Oh, right, okay, yeah. I'll have to watch that advert then. It's so cool. So they released a kind of making of the advert first, and then they released um, a video that had the making and then the actual ad at the end. So you get to see Eli Roth talking about it, and you get to see a little bit of behind the scenes. But it's really, really cool to see. (sighs) I definitely think you need to watch it, Craig. It's good. It's literally chock full of uh, Easter eggs all the way through. Mm-hmm. So, is it all Easter eggs? So this Halloween Horror Nights only, or, or historic Halloween Horror Nights too? Is it like any nods to old Halloween Horror Nights gone by? Um, mostly for this year, the Easter eggs. I haven't this really year. looked at it in too much detail, but supposedly all this. Little things like the rugs, like the mats are there from The Shining, and um, I can't remember the other things now. There's just there's just loads. Someone was going to write a list, but I haven't I haven't seen it online yet. I need to. I've got to binge watch about five freaking films or something. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. You haven't seen like anything that's going on this year. I, I literally I'm in the dark about. I've never seen Saw. Any of them. No. Okay. Just go on, go through, go through all that, and I'll tell you what I've seen. Okay, so you haven't seen Saw. Have you seen Ash vs. Evil Dead? No. Evil Dead? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, so you'll know a little bit of what's going on then. The Shining? No. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah. What? For a treat. <laughs> uh, I'll get that watch this week. Johnny. Are you an alien? <laughs> Hey, How haven't you seen The Shining? Everybody's seen The Shining. No, because when I was a scally and we'd go to the video shop, <laughs> Blockbuster and then Blockbuster 2, um, it just I'd, I'd look at the box and it was just him with a big axe and sticking his head through the door and it just never appealed to me. What the hell, Craig? I used to go get the Evil Dead out when I was like 11 before <laughs> it got banned. It's because you were 6 foot 7 when you were 11. <laughs> I was. <laughs> so go on, carry on. Um, you've seen the page, haven't you? Yes, the page, okay. and page two, and I think page three. 
Okay. Have you seen Trick or Treat? No, but we know oh. someone on Twitter who has. <laughs> Just mentioning his name will get tweets. He now. almost ruined it for me. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you what. You got to give it to the guy. He was right. <laughs> you, you know what? I'm just gonna pick. I'm gonna pick one IP next year, and every day I'm gonna tag every single person I know in it, and be like, "This is coming to Halloween Horror Nights. It's gonna be a scare zone. It's gonna be a house." And For eventually, I'll be right. Before, yeah, six what? months before the event, to two hundred people every day. Yeah, you'll be I in a straitjacket now. Well, you probably will be, but. I'll just plant seeds in the heads of those that work at Halloween Horror Nights and they'll be like, oh, for God's sake, we'll just do it to show her up. <laughs> but I strongly advise that you watch Trick or Treat because I really, really like it and I think you'll like it too. Is it an old film? No, it's quite recent. I want to say maybe like five years ago, four years ago. Okay. Not too long, but it's a, um, a kind of like an anthology type of film. So ah. it's, a, it's a bunch of different stories all going on kind of at once, but they all end up linking in together. It's really, really cool, and Sam's really, really cute, so I think you'll like it. Okay. That should be the first. No, watch Shining first, and then watch Trick or Treat. Yeah. Okay, so what about the house, the films that are going to be in the Blumhouse house? So this was announced on Tuesday. And it's been rumoured for ages and we have talked about it on here before, but it was finally, finally announced. So that's going to be Sinister, which I know that you haven't seen that. No. And then Insidious. Yeah. How many of the Insidious films have you seen? The first two. Okay, so you only haven't really seen Insidious 3. Oh, what's that? Someone's starting a motorbike up. Um, that's Josh's car outside. <laughs> it sounds like something from Insidious. I'm scared. <laughs> it's just a Japanese car. It's really loud. Um, but yeah, Insidious. I'm pretty sure that I heard that it was going to be just bits from the first Insidious and the new one that's not out yet. Okay. So, obviously, you've seen the first one. You won't have seen the the new one yet, but. Um, and the purge is going to be in that house as well as being a scare zone. The purge, yeah, I love that. That so there's that. three houses that are going to be in it. So the purge bit is going to be just based on the purge one. Okay. So that's when they have um, the people that come and invade the house. Right. I'm so, up for that. That's it for the IPs then, so you haven't seen the majority of them, so you've got a lot of work to do. Oh, God. Wait, how many how many seasons of American Horror Story have you seen? Uh, of the three that they've announced for this year, one. I've got two seasons of that to watch as well. So you haven't seen Asylum or Roanoke? Um, I think I've seen this. What season was Asylum? That was season two. I've seen that one. So we only need to see Roanoke. Oh, boss. Ah, you know what? Roanoke is like, it starts off pretty slow, and I thought that I hated it at first. But then the more that I watched of it, 
the more I really, really enjoyed it. And I think this part of the house is going to be the best. Okay. So you definitely need to watch that one. But going back to the Blumhouse mashup house. Chris, what do you think of it? Um, well, I was surprised because you, you've only got three properties in Orlando and three in Hollywood. Um, and Bloomhouse has got quite a big catalogue, hasn't it? That's it. A lot of people were talking about maybe Ouija being in it. I really wanted to see the town that dreaded sundown, the, the more recent one in it. I thought that would have been really, really cool. But then you've got things like paranormal activity as well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tricky. I mean... When they've done sort of like anthology houses in the past, um, like All Night Dying, those kind of things, it's kind of like corridor, movie inside one room, corridor, movie inside one room, corridor, and it's a bit disjointed. So I wonder if they're going to have just three properties in the house, whether or not there's going to be like, I don't know, three or four rooms per movie. Yeah, like maybe going through a few of the more major scenes, Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Mm, maybe but then the the house in hollywood isn't going to have insidious as part of it is it because that's going to have its own insidious maze mm, yeah standalone one so they're going to have happy death day yeah see now hollywood locked out you see because they've got in their insidious house they've got stuff in it from a from the insidious that's not been released yet and then they've got in their Bloom House this film, and that's not been released yet. Yeah, so they're getting sneak peeks all over the show. Yeah, they're getting a lot of previews over there. Hmm. Well, Happy what? Death Day. I haven't seen much on that, but that looks very much like The Purge. Yeah. So maybe they're not looking out too much. So, this Bloom House, why is it called Bloom House? The... It's the guy that owns it. Is his last name is Bum, so Bum House. So he he's like, what's the connection? Is he done? He's just doing the doing the house, and he's just pulled in these films, or he? It's his company that ah, makes the films. Right. Okay, I'm totally out of touch with Halloween Horror Nights this year. I know you are, because you've been on holiday when all the announcements have come out. <laughs> They've all just kind of came at once, like we had nothing for ages and ages. And all of a sudden, like, I can't keep up with these now. I released the video today and then I had another announcement today. So have you got to do another another video? Yeah, but now I'm in the pyjamas, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the, these, uh, the new houses that are being announced today? Okay, so this morning while I was at work, I saw that USA Today had leaked the original houses before Halloween Horror Nights <sighs> 2. I know. Well, I was told, this is, you know, this is not substantiated at all, but I was told that Universal gave them to Universe, USA Today to announce them. And the reason why it's taken till now was today was the the day they decided to announce them. As in USA Today decided today was the day they were going to announce them. So from what I've heard is Universal have been wanting to announce them for bleeding weeks, but they've been waiting for this newspaper when they're going to put them out. Really? Yeah. Whether it's true, I don't know. Yeah. 
well, anyway, well, everyone was just retweeting and retweeting and retweeting this news article. And then hours later, Halloween Horror Nights were like, hey, exclusive house announcements. And we were like, oh, yeah, we already know. But there is four original houses this year. And honestly, I am more excited for these originals than I think I ever have been for originals. They all sound ridiculously amazing so the first one that we have is dead waters so that is the bayou house that's been rumored for a long time so there's been pictures on twitter today and on the website of a kind of like is it louisiana Mm. what what are those boats called Mm. Just, like just boats? Yeah, like like one of one of the the big the giant oh, like a river boat, like, like a, a paddle boat. Yeah, yeah. Paddle steamer. So there's a big facade of that, like kind of half in a in a bayou, half not in a bayou, um, and it's centered around a voodoo queen. So this one is very much like the scare zone that we had a few years ago inside a house. I think this is going to be crazy good. Is that the, the voodoo queen thing that, that was pulled? Was that the stage show? Yes. Oh. I really, really hope that they bring the woman back that played the voodoo queen that year. Why was it pulled? I, wasn't it that it was too violent? Was she- yeah, mm. it was too graphic, wasn't it? Too graphic, yeah. Well, now it'll be inside a house, so you can't really complain if you're walking into it inside a house. Well, you, yeah, yeah, definitely. You've got a choice there, haven't you? Well, I mean, really, I think you can't really complain that it's a scare zone because you're going to a horror event. But, but even... Sorry, go on. But even less so, you could complain if it was inside of a house because you're, you're walking into it and you're making a choice to walk into it. Well, I got a query. She was popular in the scare zone and she got taken out because of the, you know, whatever. So now she's got her own house. But then all the marketing, all of the design kind of looks a bit like uh, voodoo-y skulls, you know, melty candles... We're going to take your soul. Does that not suggest that she was probably going to be the icon as well? Well, you'd, I think, I think, yeah, really. But then I'm like, why would they take her out if that was the case? Yeah. So the, there is no icon this year, is there? No, there no. isn't. Unless they're going to spring it on us in the next few days. But I, I doubt it. But it, it feels weird to not have an icon after we've had one for the last couple. But it never used to have icons, did it? Well, that's it. That's it, I guess. But it was nice to have one anyway. So the next one to be announced today was Hi. This one sounds mega cool. So this is a vampire house, but it's set in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just imagining all cool 80s music playing, but it's not going to be like 
fantasy like Wham. vampires. I mean, it might be like George Michael. In a deed of burgundy, and a vampire ripping your throat out, boss. <laughs> so at first, I was kind of thinking it was going to be like Vamp, nineteen eighty five. Yeah. But apparently not, because these are going to be like actually scary looking vampires. On the website, it says more like Nosferatu type of vampires. That's going to be cool. But imagine if it was like Lost Boys. Yeah. When did the um, interview with the vampire come out? Was that early 90s? That, I think that was the 90s, yeah. You know, yeah. Luke hasn't even seen that. Oh, Luke, get a grip, lad. <laughs> I know I haven't seen anything, but I've read them books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sad that it's not going to be like hot vampires but this still sounds really 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 cool so i'm really excited about this one then we have the fallen chris is this is this the crossover of catacombs and gothic well that's the rumor i haven't you know this is the one i know the least about really this one well all that it says is on from the website so i'm reading from the website now for everyone just because I feel like I know at least for this one too, is that this is a battle between good and evil, which doesn't make any sense if it is the crossover between catacombs and gothic because I don't really think that there is good and evil. Mm, be a bit boring if it was a battle between good and good, though, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. And it says the fallen are flying, jumping and crawling up from the kingdom of darkness. That does make me think of gothic. Mm. That sounds because like they gothic. All the gargoyles. And then these creatures are awesome. And yes, I did say flying, so I definitely makes me think of gothic. This house is a mix between beauty and decay. So I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. It'd be weird if it wasn't, wouldn't it? I know. After all year, people saying. Catacombs and gothic, catacombs and gothic, and then it's like, hey, it's it's not actually. So mm. I don't know, but I'd like, I would like it to be, and the final one. This has got to be the three D house. No, there's no three D house this year. Hallelujah. What? I know. <laughs> Halloween horror nights. Gods have listened to us, and we're not going to have to wear silly glasses. And deal with horrible paint. They haven't announced it yet. Oh, I don't. Imagine if they were like, hey, we're bringing repository back and it's going to be 3D and VR and lots of fluorescent paint. You thought The Walking Dead was finished. <laughs> 3D Walking Dead. Imagine. I'd be amazing. I hate 3D halves. I never wear the glasses because they annoy me. I tell you what, that Alice in Wonderland one in 25, was it? Was absolutely phenomenal. Did we go through the same house? <laughs> Didn't you get them, uh, oh, the eyeballs sticking out at you and all that? Mate, I hate big houses. <laughs> They're always, like, I don't like bashing on anything that anyone does because I think still a lot of creative work goes into it, even if it's not my favourite type of thing. But I just feel like the 3D houses are always pretty much the same. 
Yeah, I probably are. But then I'm feeling like if we're not having a 3D house, where's the spinny tunnel going to go this year? <laughs> I think we all know where the school bus is going to go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But the the final original house is the one that I have been dreading. Oh. All year long. Good dreading or bad dreading? <laughs> um, really, really scared, kind of dreading. Ooh. So <laughs> it's called Scarecrow the Reaping. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like scarecrows. Did, did oh. you say, yeah, the reaping? Yeah. Yeah, reaping. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we we thought this was going to be called Dust Bowl. Mm. Um, but it's not. It just says since the Great Dust Bowl. So it is exactly what you said it was going to be, Chris Ripley. Mm. He's amazing, isn't he? He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so cute and always right. <laughs> but yeah, this is going to be. <laughs> This is going to be an abandoned farmhouse. Literally, I've got goosebumps all over my little arms because I'm so scared already. The bountiful fields ravaged by the farmer's ploughs have spared anger in the land. Scarecrow guardians have risen from the blood-soaked soil. Oh, my God, this sounds terrifying. (laughs) You're not going to dress up as a scarecrow, are you? Not one chance. Ash made me do it last year, and I I tried to make like the nicest looking scarecrow costume I could make that was the least scariest. And I had planned to make like a really elaborate scarecrow costume, and I've been having such bad nightmares about it that I haven't done it. Do we? Go and stand Um, in Freshfield Woods. (laughs) Imagine. (laughs) But this sounds absolutely terrifying. And what was I reading earlier today? Oh, it was the USA Today article that said that they've employed, like, crazy, crazy, tall, thin men to play the scarecrows. And it's all I've thought about all day is these big, like, six foot nine. Oh, I shit you not. We were in Disney. um, I think it was... I can't remember what park it was. But I swear to God, this fella walked past us. And if he wasn't nine foot... (laughs) And he had drain pipe legs, right? He had jeans on, I think. Or he might have had shorts on. But he had no, there was no muscles in his legs. And we were looking, thinking he was on stilts. And he was not. He was huge. He's got a job at Universal. He's a scarecrow monster. Oh, please, no. He was massive. There was not an ounce of fat on him. He was super skinny and super tall. Oh, my God. And he had straw for hair. <laughs> <laughs> and, and no brain. No brain. And he was with, he was with Aunt Sally. <laughs> Aunt Sally, Aunt oh. Sally. <clears throat> oh, my God. But I am actually really, really scared of this. I do think that it's going to be a real... Well, yeah, it's going to be a really good house. And at the end of the day, I'm, I'm paying. I'm paying to be scared, so... It's good, but I do kind of feel like the people at Halloween Horror Nights have bugged my phones. Oh, yeah. They said to me, what is the one thing that we could scare Boston White with? And I was like, <laughs> scarecrows. Duh. <laughs> and they're like, well, go wild. Let's have a scarecrow icon. Oh, wait, no icon this year. We'll do scarecrow everything else instead. Yeah. Yeah, literally. 
<laughs> but I'm freaking terrified. And everyone's been like making jokes about it on Twitter all day. And then people keep sending me private messages. And every time I open them, it's a picture of a scarecrow. But please don't do that anymore because I have been having dead bad nightmares for the last few days. <laughs> Sega. <laughs> But yeah, they're the originals. Craig, are they everything you hoped they'd be? Well, two of my favourite, uh, if you can say favourite, or ultimate fears are in the vampires. I adore vampires. I, when I grew up, I wanted to be a vampire. Yes. Be, you be a vampire, mate. I want to be a vampire. Do it. It's never too late to be a vampire. I want to I be given a choice that you were never given basically interview with a vampire i'm going to florida to get bitten in the neck and come back as the undead um, and scarecrows <laughs> and tom cruise i hate scarecrows <sighs> luke so, can carry you through the house as well then yeah could be worse could be clowns clowns is find clowns i yeah. hate clowns clowns are my sick. number three yeah they've, also, they've got clowns haven't they this year yeah, they're going to have a clown Roman horde of chainsaw men. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> I'm going to have to have my man nappies on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul, what do you think of the originals? Yeah, they sound good. The, uh, the, the Bayou one sounds really good. What you sound of that? You know what? I think that's going to be the best looking. Like, you know the way Ghost Town last year had that ridiculously good set in the middle of it? It's my gold. Yeah. I think that this is going to be another ghost town. That was really good. That was my favourite house. It was fantastic. Honestly, walking into that, the town bit, like the, the empty town bit, with mm. the, um, what are they called? Like a, a carriage, the carriage thing. I don't know what it's called. Um, but you know what I'm talking about. It's all called. Yeah, the coach. Yeah. And it was um it was all cold and it started to rain. Like that was the best part of any house last year and I really, really think that they're gonna go into that much detail for this one. I think that boat's gonna look ridiculous in real life. It's gonna be so cool. Yeah. Yeah, that one sounds good. Well, I mean there's a few that sound good, but that would that's the favourite sounding one for me. Uh-huh. I think honestly, like I always do prefer the original houses, but I think this year they've probably blown all the other originals from past years out of the water with this announcement. Yeah, I'd love I to see the Shining just like because I, I love the film so much. So yeah. of the of the other houses, that would be the one I'd like to see. I'm gonna have to get these watched, then, aren't I, pronto? Yes, yeah. you are. I still can't believe you haven't seen The Shine, and even my mum's seen The Shine. <laughs> oh, but that's oh, it's from the seventies, isn't it? Uh, it must be, yeah. Eighties, is it? Yeah. Only just, I think. Only just. Yeah, that's why your mum's seen it. Then she must have seen it when she was about eight. <laughs> Probably. How are you doing, Boston White's mum? <laughs> Total milf. She'll be like, I'm not talking to you because you haven't seen the shine until you're not cool. <laughs> Chris, what are you thinking of the originals? I well, I think they're good. I, I from what I've been told, if you liked the Ghost Town one last year with all its detail and special effects, then supposedly these four are gonna be the creme de la creme. Yes. 
all the videos that they released today because they were putting a, one different video on each kind of social media and then giving a link to the other three videos and then later on they obviously posted all of them. So the videos give you a little sneak peek into the houses and oh my god, they look fantastic. So now everything's being announced, is everyone slightly embarrassed about all the uh, <laughs> moaning? I think, that- yeah, everyone's kind of brushed that under the carpet. Like, yes, we love Halloween Horror Nights, take my soul. And I'm like, hey, I'm taking my soul back from the Margarita Lady at Epcot and I'm giving it back to Halloween Horror Nights. So everyone's back in love with Halloween Horror Nights then? You know what? Halloween Horror Nights is like your boyfriend like sometimes you hate it because it annoys you but deep down you really really love it you're gonna buy tickets anyway <laughs> yep yeah yeah mm-hmm. like i there's never a point where i thought to myself i'm just not gonna buy tickets there probably never will be a point where i think i'm not gonna buy them even if i didn't think that the the lineup was as strong i'd still go there's been times like that over the years where i thought it's not really my cup of tea this year and I've gone it's been the best year that I've ever been to and I don't even though it's a bit weird that we're not having an icon after like I said before having one for the last two years I still feel like we won't really miss that when we get there no I don't the event's the icon isn't it that's it I feel like if maybe we've gone from having Jack to then have a no icon I think that would have felt really weird but I feel like because we had Jack and then we had Chance and Chance's presence last year wasn't really as strong as Jack's was I feel like it's gradually like got us away from an icon a little bit yeah because the, the Chance icon last year was a bit of a flop wasn't it that's it I mean she she was there but she wasn't there it was a it was a massive disservice to her, sticking her on a little stage in the middle of the friggin' road. She should have had a full act. She was she was horrific in that uh, the stage show on twenty five. She was nasty. <laughs> she was nasty. And she almost yeah, looked they... bored on some of the videos that people were putting out. She really did look bored. On from last year. Yeah. I mean, I I think it was a, a range of different girls that were playing last year, and I think that they were all really good. I just I feel like maybe the the place that it was in just wasn't the best for what they wanted out of it. Yeah. Which does make me worry. Like we talked about it last week about the altars of horror, Sky Zone, which is going to be in the same place as the Chance one. And I imagine, really, that's going to be the same kind of setup. Am I right, Chris? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, with like with like little stages. Mm. That's what yeah. I've been told. Yeah. So, I imagine that's going to maybe. I don't know. Like, I I just feel like that's the wrong place to have a, a scare zone that's like that. But then there's nowhere else to put it. But it just turns into like such a big crowd around such a tiny little area and everyone wants to take a selfie with whoever's up on the stage. And that's what it was like with Chance last year in that little yeah. area. 
you know, maybe if she would have had one big stage at the end of the scare zone, it would have worked a little bit better. But she was just like smack bang in the middle of it and then a giant crowd around her. She couldn't really get off the stage and walk through the scare zone. Well, and that's that's becoming a problem at the event because he, like in 25, I was walking through the classic monsters and everybody wanted selfies with them. So they're, they're all in character and they're all acting really, really, you know, good, good acting on them. But they're having to stop and, and do selfies all the time. How do you combat that? Well, I mean, in the past, you weren't allowed to. I'm right there, Chris. Yeah, back oh, probably 10 years ago or more, they, they didn't want you doing that and they didn't encourage it. A lot of the times it'd be them old cameras, big flash and everyone was blind. Uh-huh. Uh, but I but, think now they just can't stop you. Yeah, as soon as IPs became more prevalent in the park and they realised they could use those for marketing, then suddenly, boom, selfies and pose with the fo- pose with the characters. You know that was happening all the time. Social media is so prevalent now. A positive interaction is advertisement, and negative interaction is fan in the fire, basically. In it, yeah. Do you know? What I'm, you know so. It's a tough one, but I'll be there getting me selfies. <laughs> yeah, you'll be the first one there trying to get a selfie. You'll knock everyone out because you're dead tall. I'll be fucking running from the nine-foot <laughs> scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Honestly, that, I'm so scared. Is that a selfie stick? That's not a selfie stick. <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> But altogether, I think that this year is a really, really strong year. I think everyone was a bit worried for a little bit. And, I mean, the announcements haven't gone the smoothest, I think. Yeah. But we're still all getting what we wanted out of it. So it's going to be a good year. um, I was listening to UUOP yesterday and... Lee, Lee is. I haven't spoke to Lee about this because I literally haven't had a minute to talk to him properly. But he's saying next year for Halloween Horror Night is going to be a huge year because of all the construction work that's about to kick off. What are they going to do with it? Is it going to be over the two parks or not? Well, funny you we should ask that. Last week, didn't we? Go on, Chris. Well, I thought you go on. You go, Amanda. Oh, I was saying we, we we did talk a little bit about this last week, like how how's this going to work? We were talking about the Bill and Ted show, like why can't they just move it into islands and move the whole thing to islands while they're doing all the construction? But Chris, have you learned something new? Well, yeah, kind of. I'm just trying to bring it up now. But if you look at the uh, official uh, map that they've produced for this year, um. The kids' zone area, not only does it not have uh, a lot of the, the sprung tents queuing and exiting through that, that section, I think it's only got one um, actual house queue down that area. Um, and supposedly everything sort of left of ET is going to supposedly start to have um, construction work on it imminently. Well, I got told when I was in Universal by a team member that Barney has got one more Christmas left in him. Oh. Mm. 
Yeah, see now if you look at the map, all of Kids Zone is is not on there apart from ET. And you've only got the Ash versus the Evil Dead queuing through that area. And then instead they've got um the other two sprung tents queuing down that really narrow ramp next to uh, Men in Black. Ah. So is that why they've had the wall up there for the last couple of weeks? Uh, isn't that the Bloomhouse facade, you mean? Um, On the other side. Oh, on the other side. Yeah, they near the toilets, they had the um, like a big wall up. Oh, right. Just looking at it now. She did tell me as well that Walking Dead was going to be a scare zone this year. Ah, well, she is wrong. <laughs> I Word. think everyone was a little bit worried that Walking Dead was going to come back. Oh, I embrace the Walking Dead. <laughs> you know what? I like the Walking Dead, so I'm not even bothered when it comes back. But I think it was getting to a point where, because we hadn't had an announcement for such a long time, people were thinking... It's going to be Walking Dead and they're going to announce it like last minute and then we're all going to be like, oh, fuck. No, what it was, right, was one of the, the hotels, oh, I don't know where it was, like International Drive or whatever. You know how like everybody now has got a social media page that's being run by somebody? Well, whoever this person was put down, there's loads of houses coming, bloody blah, 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 and then put, and the Walking Dead. <laughs> so, of course, everyone in the fan community was like, look. This hotel at the bottom of International Drive says The Walking Dead is definitely coming. <laughs> and everyone's like, nah. I'm slightly disappointed I won't be hearing that music because that music ramps you up. Yeah, I do That's like true. the music and it'll be strange to not have it. I agree. Bring back The Walking Dead hashtag. It will be going out tonight. <laughs> this show title is Bring Back The Walking Dead. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you want to be able to listen to this podcast or not? Do you know if we put a, if we put that in the show title, we'd probably get the biggest downloads ever. <laughs> yeah, go on. That'd be so funny. But yeah, I do I do think this sounds like a really really solid year, and I don't know like what what do you think was the deal with why the announcements were so weird this year? Was it like? things going on behind the scenes because I know something went on with Ash vs Evil Dead behind the scenes because John Murdy every time that there's going to be an announcement in Hollywood John Murdy does that by the pricking of my thumbs tweet You've got and that. he's done that yeah but and then nothing happened did it yeah so was there more cases of that is that why the announcements were so weird or you've got a combination of things you've got um, construction that's happening all over the place and going to be happening and don't forget the construction for Orlando is pretty much run or it's at least it's approved and authorised via Hollywood so they'll come in and say look you've got to do this you've got to do that, make this event fit around what we got to do um, so you've got that, you've got Volcano Bay opening which you know was a bit of a damp squib wasn't it really so they were marketing the heck out of that trying to get that on the, every airspace and website going I mean even our website, HHN Unofficial we had to run a couple of really tenuously related <laughs> Volcano Bay <laughs> <laughs> articles um, 
uh, and then, as you say, they've had IP potential problems. Well, I wouldn't say problems, just in, in as much as the bigger the, the franchise, the more people have to sign off on things, and it just takes ages to get approval. And people are on holiday, and people are away, and you can't get hold of this one. And it's all incredibly boring, but it just takes loads of time. Yeah. That's so. that's true. That is true. It's just seemed really, really strange the way that, you know, I, for a little bit I was thinking maybe it's going to be like old times and we're just going to kind of get everything all together on one day a couple of weeks before. But then we started getting like dribs and drabs of announcements and then like more recently we've had one every week. Yeah, I mean what really didn't help was the leaks... Um, like the the real detailed leaks came out really early. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, you've got Mike Aiello going to do this overall um, role of overseeing all the events. So then he's not manning the the Horror Nights Twitter anymore. So nobody in the fan community can like directly ask questions at Universal because that Horror Nights account they don't really answer your questions, do they? No, it's it's very, very different with the Twitter account. Now, even, to be honest, the regular Universal Twitter. Mm. Because, and I was going to tweet them um, yesterday, actually, and be like, what has happened to the, the Globies? Mm. Because they were so interactive for the last few years, and they started doing the little Globies, where they'd get all the community involved, and you know you'd win little pri- like little Twitter prize header things each week, and it was really really cute and it was really interactive. And now it's it's quite rare that you see the Universal Twitter interacting. Mm. So it's not just the Halloween Horror Nights one. But changing the subject just very quickly, did oh, you God. know that we got a <gasps> Tenth house. That what? Dun, dun, dun. A tenth Ten. house. Yeah. What does that even mean? Well, we've got nine Ten. this year, haven't we? Oh, yeah. a tenth house. Yeah. A tenth yeah. house. Well, oh, Amanda, think... did you know we got a tenth house? Like, <laughs> I was like temp, like temporary. <laughs> what? Well, they're all temporary. <laughs> no. <laughs> tenth house. Yeah, that's not been announced yet. <gasps> what? Repository me again. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Repository came on the website earlier and it was on oh, the website right. for about five minutes, maybe ten, and it disappeared. Oh, so it's coming oh. back. So is it With coming so- back? I don't know. A software update. Could be. Could be. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm only there for the weekend, I'm not gonna spend any time thinking about it. Hmm. So, hey ho. Uh, you know what? I really hope that it is back. Why? It was poo. <laughs> um, you, you didn't do it. Did you do it, Gail? No. So that's why I want to do it this time. You won't do it this time. Yes, You're I not, will. You won't get over the height requirement for one. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> we wear some platforms like Spice Girls. And it's only it's only for Hufflepuffs. Oh, well, I definitely can't do it then. <laughs> can't do it. No Hufflepuff. No Hufflepuffs. Yeah, but yeah, I honestly hope that's back. 
I, there was mixed things about it last year, but it's not everybody's cup of tea, and that's fine. Most of the people I know that did it said it was good, so but they probably wouldn't do it again. But you know, well, I mean, if if they were going to bring it back every year, it would be most likely different every year. Yeah. So, you know, that's that gives it its redoability. Well, this is the thing. I had heard that it wasn't going to come back this year. It was going to come back next year when they have the problems of all the construction and make it into a much bigger, detailed thing. And the, the last year was just like the learning curve. Hmm. But I don't know. Maybe it is back again. I would actually... but Right, I'd really like it. But if we're constricted for space and we're going to have two halves in the men in black, cue. Where's where would it go? What the repository? Yeah, would it just go where it went last year? I think it's still in the same building that it was in before. I don't think they've done much to it. I think literally that building they haven't needed it for anything else. So it's also still in there. It's, it's like tucked behind <laughs> um, Blue Man Group, I think. Yeah, they're just going to dust it down. But then I heard another rumor today that supposedly Ooh. Blue Man Group are going. So. Well, we talked about this last week too. I think it is going to go, honestly. I'm convinced that it's going. Well, hasn't Blue Man Group and the other ones um, joined forces being bought out by... Uh, by so, Yeah. Uh, if you just so, say someone talked about it, because that was us, mate. I must have been <laughs> half pissed on the plane asleep. So, do you reckon Blue Man Group's going to Disney Springs? I've just googled it and they are knocking out discount and cheap tickets like they're going out of fashion for Blue Man yeah for Blue Man it's been around for a long time isn't it you know what I might go and see it this year then because I've actually never seen it it's just Blue Men banging bins isn't it <laughs> have you seen it no none of us have seen this show <laughs> How can we do a podcast about Universe when we haven't even seen Blue Man Group? Uh, well, I bet you Malaby hasn't seen it either. I'm gonna, I'm gonna message him and ask him. He's message yeah. him now. Blue isn't his colour. <laughs> Just yeah, needs the face honestly, paint. <laughs> I do think it's gonna go. And I d- did we say this last week? I don't know. If we said this last week or not? I really hope Academy of Villains comes forever. And replaces Blue Man Group. I've heard that's a, that's a, they're the annual. They're going to be the show now every year. Yeah. Maybe I didn't talk about it last week. Then maybe. Oh, we started listening to this show again. Probably, probably <laughs> was. I just repeat oh. myself every week and hope that one person listens to us. Uh, <laughs> I listen, girl. Clearly not. I was full of whiskey. Maybe it was me. You'd be like, I was listening to Unofficial Universal and that Amanda off that podcast said that Blue Man Group was going and I'd be like, that was me on this one. <sighs> but, yeah, I think it's going to go and I honestly do hope that Academy of Villains replaces it forever. Well, they got loads of different shows, haven't they, that they could just, you know, tweak and do every year. That's it, and they could change it up for the for the time of year, so they could do the type of shows they do at Halloween Horror Nights, at Halloween Horror Nights kind of time. They could do a Christmas type show, a Mardi Gras type show. 
if they never do do they, it'll just be the same show. The blue man grew to put tinsel around the next studio at Christmas or stick a tissue. Well, we don't know because we haven't seen it. <laughs> they might. Good point, well made. I know. They we don't know what they do. They could do anything. They could have a different show for every season and we would never know the difference. But I think that unless anyone else has got any any secrets that they've heard in the last couple of days about Halloween Horror Nights. No. Come on, Chris. What have, what oh. have you got, Chris? Oh. Give us give us give us two juicy things that you've told no one else. Go on. Oh um the juiciest. Jabberwockies versus Academy of Villain 2K18. <laughs> 3D. Bill and Ted isn't back next year. <laughs> I've heard that rumour. Yeah. That might have been on here. I think it was on this show last week. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie Wurzel Gummy just going to be the icon for next year. Not buying tickets next year now. <laughs> You will. You'll be there, Gail. Gail, you'll be there. One of us. One of us. <laughs> okay, no secrets now. Just one secret, then, Chris. Come what, on, Chris, me? Chris. Oh, uh, yeah. you're, you're the king of death. God. <laughs> I'm the icon. Um, Chris I'm, Rips, icon 2K18. I'm going in, in 3D. Yeah. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. <sighs> okay, well, Chris, if you think of anything and anything's breaking, just interrupt us. Okay, okay. But, Craig, I know that we've been talking for ages, but I just really want to hear some more bits about your trip. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go through it in, in parrot fashion. Um, so just ask me anything and I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. How did you like Race Through New York with Jimmy Fallon? Right. <clears throat> I am going to be deeply honest with you now. I... You're going to be neggy about Jimmy Fallon because I worked really hard to make sure that we stay positive about it. I went to see, we went to see Jimmy Fallon. We all went to see it. We had to do Kiddie Swap with Baby Rose. Um, so, right. And I'm going to tell you about Kiddie Swap first at Universal. Kiddie Swap at Universal is astronomically good. Ooh. Okay? So there's eight of us in the group, including the baby. So you all have to queue in the queue, which is different to Disney. So you all have to queue together with the baby. And then one person, or two people, but one person stays behind with the baby and goes into a little room just before the ride entrance. And then you all come out of the ride and go into that little room, swap parents, and Universal then let everybody else ride again with that one person who hasn't ridden. Is that not how... I don't understand how child swap works. Is that not how it always works? No, it doesn't. <clears throat> not at Disney. At Disney, it's very restrictive. So at oh, Disney, really? you walk up to the ride, and you say, hello, I'd like to do kiddie swap, please. And they say, where's the kid? So you have to hold the baby up then or, or point to the pram and then they go, okay, and they give you a little tag. You So then the people who aren't riding can't go in the queue. They say, you just go and 
do whatever you're doing and the rest of you all go through the queue whether it be a fast pass queue or a standard queue when you get to go on the ride they then give you a fast pass that is good for three people mm. so then when you get off the ride you give the fast pass to the other people who haven't ridden now what we were doing at disney was the other two pair the parents of the baby carla and phil were staying off the ride with the baby so then the three they would have their fast passes was still eligible then so the three kids could do the rides twice in disney because he has that fast pass left three people on so me and kerry then would stay with the baby but at universal everybody got to ride the ride twice apart from the parents who just rode it once and that's their fault for having a baby so universal was phenomenal for that um jimmy fallon is for me personally wait wait now best. listen listen amanda and i have got close personal friends who designed this ride yeah so watch your mouth for me personally oh, goes, Craig, your boy. <laughs> you better sprinkle some glitter on all these compliments <laughs> that you're gonna give so we goes into the area where you're sitting down on the couches and all that and you're playing the the, the games and who's there Kung Fu Panda. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Hashtag Panda was brilliant. It was it was half empty, so you could have a lot of time with them. And because we had the baby with us, the interactions with the baby and, and hashtag panda were absolutely brilliant. So we had a good five minutes with them. Um, and then you, you you get called. Now I'm not being funny, right? We see bits of Jimmy Fallon over here on YouTube, basically. But he is hysterical. Yeah. So so you're watching all the clips of him, and he's actually hysterical when he gets hit by that fly on um, Rip Ride Rocky. Have you seen that footage? Mm. So funny. He makes me laugh more than anybody else does. Yeah, he's hilarious. So you're in the queue waiting to go on. And then the ride, for me, now, at this stage of my life, is the best ride at Universal Orlando. I loved every second of that ride, and I couldn't wait to get back on it. I rode that ride four times during the holiday. It was stupendous. And you're pulling out. There's so many Easter eggs in it as you're flying through everywhere you just every time you ride it you're seeing different little things and he's just got one of them faces you know when you see tight pants it's just funny do you know what i mean you know what i mean do you know what i mean (laughs) we know what you mean you know what i mean i adore that ride wow it was was so new that it still smelt new do you know what I mean? Like like a new car. It still smelt new. It was beautiful. The 3D in it was the best 3D I've seen, apart from my other new favourite ride at, at Islands of Adventure. So, just phenomenal. I can't praise Jimmy Fallon enough and the creators of the Jimmy Fallon ride. Top hats off to you. It's replaced Transformers as, no. as my favourite ride in universal studios wow that is a very glittery compliment yeah honest to god i was expecting it to be shit and it wasn't (laughs) 
<laughs> how can you expect it to be shit when I've done nothing about talk how amazing it is? Because you think anything that glitters is amazing. You're a girl, girl. <laughs> but it's just good family fun, do you know what I mean? You're sitting there with the kids and, and it, it wasn't scary. You didn't have to hold anyone's hand. You didn't get thrown around. The three, the, the jokes were, oh, my God, she's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. You know, it just hits. It hit everything about it is funny. I didn't want it to end. I was gutted every time it comes to the end. Yeah, I agree. I really agree. I think it's just a nice, fun ride. It takes up a lot of people yeah. as well. And it could be improved in the future with a Star Tours style where they can fl- scenes could be flipped out as Jimmy Fallon's show evolves and new stuff comes into it. Maybe they could go back and reshoot some scenes to make it, you know, so you get a random ride on it, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if that could work. But it was brilliant. Yes. Okay, so then moving on from Fallon, what... So before you went, actually, you said that you wanted to try doing things at Universal that you hadn't done before. Yeah. Did you manage to do anything? Except, obviously, Fallon. Um, we drank in the Hard Rock bar, in the Hard Rock pool. Yeah. Which, we, which we'd never done before. So we took the time out to um, get weighted on at the bar, at, at the pool, sorry, and just drink and relax with the kids in the water and everything like that. $260 worth of beer and food and cocktails was consumed. So, you know, that we've never done before. Um, we ate at the Mexican. Oh, and tahitos. Oh, I yeah. love that. We sh- they shared, um, I think we had the chicken wrappy things. What are they called? Tahitas. That's the one. Fajitas to share we had, and they had the beef ones, we had the chicken ones, and then we just swapped. <clears throat> um, and again, what I will say about Universal this time round, we were there for four nights, and we spent a fair bit of time there. We spent over $1,000 in them four nights. Quite, quite easily, we just blew it. I don't know if it was because we were drinking more than we've ever drank or we were just eating in nice restaurants. We ate in um, Bubba Gump's and we had Corona Rita's for the first time in my life, which was special. <laughs> Did you love them? Ah, I loved them. Aren't they so ah. strong? They're like deceivingly strong. Yeah, we're, we're drinking them in Scotland when we go up in October. <laughs> Because you can buy Corona Rita things for your, your glasses off our Amazon. <laughs> so we're doing that. Um, we spent over $200 in there quite easily. So it was everything seemed to be a bit more expensive than what we remember in, in 2015. I don't know if that's because the dollar's a lot stronger or weaker, whatever you call it now. So you were getting less for your money, but... Um, yeah... And in the parks, pretty there were certain things I wanted to do that we just never got around to do, like the horror makeup show, T two oh, and everything. We just never had the chance. It's it's straight it's different touring with a with a, a baby. 
that's it and I mean like you do you usually go as two families or do you usually go with just Kerry and the girls we have done Kerry and the girls and we have done with three families so this was in between and it wasn't a bad thing it's just a different thing so every time you do a ride that obviously the baby can't do it's kiddie swap so whereas you would just do a ride once and move on to the next one unless you really really wanted to do it again because you've got express anyway you were having to do the ride twice so everything just took twice as long yeah but the baby was as good as gold she was a little angel um so rides that i don't particularly want to do again but the simpsons was just terrible oh it's don't get any better does it no it was horrific um some of the firsts we our grace did um rip ride rocky for the first time she was tall enough oh did you like it oh she started crying just as we're about to get on the travel either to get on the actual ride and uh, the, the team member come up and was physically asking her if she was okay to ride it. Not the parents, because we were like, that, shut up, just you just ride it. <laughs> and she was like, that, I want to ride it, I'm just scared. And on that lift hill, I, me and Eva in the front, all we could hear behind us was her sobbing. Oh, no. And she sobbed around the whole ride. Oh, no. But she did it. Oh, she's uh, so brave. Yeah, she was a brave little soldier. You know what, though? Ash used to absolutely hate rides. Like, she used to cry the entire way around if we forced her to go on them. But now she loves them. That was two years ago. It was last year, mate. <laughs> um, so, and then, in Islands of Adventure, I swear to God, King Kong is... The best ride in there. Wait, did you go on Kong last year? No. Oh, so this was your first time? Yeah. It is stupendously good. Now, Carla, my sister-in-law, thought it was crap. Oh, Carla. I know. I think she was pissed. She was. (laughs) But it was. There's so much going on. You're conditioned with the 3D ride that it's in front of you and you're sitting in, in some sort of seat and you're looking in front of you. This just totally disorientates you because you've got it on both sides. The way the screens work on it are absolutely phenomenal. We took your advice. We sat in the middle of the, the, the uh, lorry. Uh, the front row still shut. We were, didn't go... And I can, yeah, I could you know still... You I've been meaning to ask people that? Yeah, that was still shut. Um, but I can understand totally where you're getting at. If you're sitting too too near the front, you're going to see that they are screens. But because you're sitting towards the middle of the, the vehicle, the vehicle hides the fact that it's screens. So it works amazingly well. And, you know, the interaction where, like... Um, Stuff's jumping. I don't want to give too much away, but stuff's jumping over the vehicle and the vehicle is reacting as if they're climbing over the vehicle or or when stuff happens to the vehicle. It was phenomenal. And we only only did it twice. The first time Kong wasn't there, he was blacked out. Oh, my. So that was our first experience. So I was like that. 
I thought Kong was going to be better than that because he just looked like a silhouette of a of a big monkey. I was like, oh, that's a bit shit. I was expecting that to be a bit better. And then when we went on it the second time, <laughs> Kong was there, and he is huge. It's cool, isn't he? Oh, he's just and he doesn't do a lot. Yeah. I think he's I think he's just breathing and blinking or something. But he was huge and it blew me away. It was absolutely phenomenal. I agree. I feel like it doesn't get the recognition that it deserves. Yeah, definitely. Like, I agree with what people are saying that, you know, it screens and people are a little bit over the screen thing. But like you said, the way that things interact with the vehicle, the Kong, the set designs... Even the outside set design is ridiculously good. The, the, yes. the sad thing is, is this ride was supposed to have been tied to that film that came out recently, Skull Island. Uh-huh. But because Legendary, who have got a deal Universal now, who obviously worked on this ride, because they then made another deal to share the Kong Godzilla universe the rights to that film had to revert back to Warner Brothers. So the ride couldn't be themed after the film, and they only knew about that halfway into um, designing it. Well, that Kong film is the best Kong film they've ever made. It is. It is really good. It is definitely Mm. the best one. And um, it's... what I mean, I think that, that Kong ride is loosely based on the... Peter Jackson Kong maybe yeah possibly ish but it's possibly ish so it's not going to be dated by being associated with a film so I think it'll stand the test of time it's it's phenomenal can't praise it highly enough what we found a bit funny was the first time we went on it we were a bit disappointed we thought it was a bit too short but then when we went on it six months later um, we didn't think that, we, and we liked it much better. And I, I remember we thought the same thing about Gringotts. First time we rode it, we thought, well, oh, is that it? And then when we rode it again, we liked it much better. I I now prefer Gringotts to um, Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. I think Gringotts is a better ride. Gringotts has grown on me every time I ride it. Again, you're just picking out little different things. Um, and it's it's using the 3D screens um, in the same way that they do with the likes of Spider-Man and Transformers. So, yes, it's a 3D screen, but it's getting used intelligently mm-hmm. rather than just looking at a screen and shaking it up and down a bit like Jimmy Fallon does. But the other one Hogwarts is I was green when I come off that I rode it twice all holiday and I only went on it the second time because he wanted to go on it I don't like that ride and putting express pass in it is uh, has ruined it oh really oh it was backed up something rotten wow I didn't I wasn't sure of what kind of effect that was going to have you're literally walking through the um I think it was the single rider queue. That's that's not there now. Or the the queue where you could just go and tour through the castle and then walk oh, wait, out. The, the single rider queue's not there now? I don't think it is. I think that's the fast pass queue now. But yeah, oh, the castle tours have been cancelled. 
So this is a bit this is a bit naughty. This, but our Jack, my cousin, it, my cousin, my nephew, my godson was forty seven point nine 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 inches tall. So they wouldn't let him ride the ride. Oh. Right. So, because we're walking through doing kiddie swap and we're holding the baby, when we get to the front and we says we're doing kiddie swap, the team member was drawn to the baby. La, 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 la. <laughs> this is not happening. So it didn't. Jack didn't <laughs> get on it. Jack wasn't scarred for life. Jack wasn't <laughs> hysterical because the dragon nearly ripped his face off. Oh, yeah. that's so good to hear that none of that happened. Jack didn't, didn't slip off and fall from the ride. <laughs> <laughs> but he, needless to say, he didn't ride. He didn't not ride it again. <laughs> Years ago, when our kids were younger, Katie was just like fractionally too small to ride uh, Space Mountain. I was. And so she was really gutted and we walked off and we, she had trainers that had like Velcro straps. So we undid the Velcro straps, took her socks off, rolled them up in a bowl, put them inside the trainers, did them back up again and walked straight back on the ride again, got on it. Oh and I've got God. no regrets. No regrets, she just slid out. Yeah, she was fine. She lives I mean, in Space Mountain now. Yeah, she's traumatised for life, but you know. She walks with a limp. <laughs> I get scared that I'm going to slide out of Space Mountain. Space Mountain was horrific this year. So rough. I love Space Mountain. I don't even care how rough it is. Oh, if Nick was here, he'd be arguing with me now. It's rougher than a dog's arse. Dog's... <laughs> it's pretty rough because I think I told you when, when we were on Space Mountain, I had my iPhone in my pocket. And as we went down one of the drops, it flew out of my pocket and hit me in the eye socket and then bounced <laughs> back down into my lap again. Whoops. <laughs> That's so lucky. Otherwise Mixed it would unlucky. Go on. <laughs> what um, probably hit some kid with uh, a socks rolled up and a Velcro trainers. <laughs> we did the Hulk for the first time since the rebuild. What did you think? It was a lot smoother, and it didn't give me a migraine getting off. Oh. Now, I don't know if part of the retrofitting or whatever, the refitting of it, they've put more um, larger people seats in to accommodate. Um, I mean, I, I know they definitely had one row before. I don't know if they have two now. I think they've got two rows now. Because I rode it twice and both times I got on and it was super comfortable. I wasn't, um, I mean, with me losing the, the weight as well, stuff was a bit more easier to get on me like. But normally they have to compress my spine into the seat and they didn't have to. <laughs> um, but the, the theme in there now is a bit strange, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think... I, th- I think they're getting ready for the time when it's not the Hulk anymore. Uh, it looks that way, definitely. I think they're preparing ready because the rest of that whole land can be swapped out, no problem. Exactly. Um, but what we did see was walking to the the um, electric thingies, the security on the Hulk. The, there was a man in front of us with the same, like same shorts that everyone wears 
and he had his mobile phone in his top pocket of his shorts and obviously the alarm went off so he took his phone and he put it into his bottom pocket on his shorts and did the zip and the team member allowed that to happen what yeah so you're not allowed to take anything onto the ride but to be taking stuff onto the ride because we've seen it uh, that annoys me you know like if there's a sign that says don't take something on the ride just don't take something on the ride yeah like, i mean the rules apply to everyone like why do people think that they're above the rules yeah it's i mean anything could could fly you could take a load of corks out of bottles in your pockets and it wouldn't set the alarm off and you could blind people that way by throwing them everywhere couldn't you but um it was but a mobile he'd be the first one to complain right when that ride goes upside down the phone smashes against the side of the chair he would be the first person to be a guest relations complaining saying that he broke his phone on one of the rides yeah probably and that annoys me so we didn't we had a brilliant time at universal on them four days an absolute brilliant time that's good to hear. The team members were brilliant. Um, we went and played the the golf, oh. and we we did the haunted one. Yes. Hundred dollars. Whoa. A hundred dollars. Oh, you was, know what though? That's not bad because there was loads of yeah. There was five of us played the golf. Yeah. No, there was six of us played the golf. Yeah, six of us. But freaking hell, you go to Disney and you're on property and two two rounds of crazy golf free, no charge, get on there. So to drop, literally Universal got the pound of flesh out of us money-wise. But don't they give you 50% off to go back and play it again? Probably. And I said, whoa, love, we're staying at the Hard Rock Hotel, surely we get some discount. And she could give us the discount, but she said, oh, yeah, you need the coupons from the hotel itself. So I said, so you want me to go back and get the coupons? And she went, yeah. So that was the only fucking $100 here, then. (laughs) And it was hot enough to boil a monkey's bum. Did you play it in the daytime? Yeah. Oh, neat. We had to because that was the only that was the day we were checking out and going to the to Disney's Beach Club, which I'll tell you all about on Jizz After Dark. We got breaking news yeah. coming in. Oh god, no. Yeah. Halloween Horror Nights has just updated its website to include the park hours. <gasps> They've been missing since the tickets went on sale. Yeah, I mean I didn't even notice. Do you notice that? No, I, I just... Well, I haven't really looked for it because I just assumed it'd be the same as usual. No, Is no. It? This year, the first two weeks and the last week and every Wednesday will be uh, 6.30, so slightly earlier, till 1am. Uh-huh. And then all the other times, so all the Thursdays pretty much, all the Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, blah, 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 will be 6.30 till 2am. Jeez. Yeah. I've never stayed past midnight. It's bloody hard. <laughs> Us young ones stay till two and then get back up at seven to go to Animal Kingdom. Oh, I don't know how you did that. 
that's that's honestly how you've got to live your Halloween Horror Nights holidays. Because if you don't, you can't do anything. Yeah, you you've just got to keep point. going. Well, that's, that's, what I, that's what I'm planning when I go for the weekends to literally stay as long as I physically can and go and get my head down and hit the parks hard. I might have to come af- come out for an afternoon nap. <laughs> but what at the park? Um, the park's open an, an hour earlier then. Chris, what? What? What do you mean? Sorry. Like Universal normally opens like nine a.m. Are they gonna open it? Because when we were walking in in October two years ago, it was pitch black when we were walking into the park. Mm, I'll look it up for you. So I think that was for hotel guests, like 7am early admission. That was into Universal Studios. You wouldn't have thought, as you know, the night before you're walking out and there's drunken debauchery going on everywhere, there's freaking people throwing up and food all over the place. And you go in the next morning, a mere five hours later, seven hours later, and it was immaculate. Well, usually, doesn't it tend to be islands that opens early? Like, because mm. I know they swap it out throughout the year, but it does tend to be islands that has the early park admission when um, Halloween Horror Nights is on. Yeah, when we went, it was universal because it was dead funny watching people trying to be the first ones to be walking to Gringotts. <laughs> Like, you know, that slow walk, stroke run behind the team yeah. members. <laughs> yeah, I know that run. <laughs> you do that run, girl. I skip. Oh, yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. I just skip and I say, how big is all anyway? Because I've got tiny legs that just go really fast. <laughs> and I'm young and fresh. You so used to be young. You're nearly 30 now, princess. I'll never be 30. Okay. Okay, I will not for very young. On that note, then let's wrap it up because I wanted I want to hear about Volcano Bay, but I want to hear about that in detail. So I think that's best reserved for the next episode. Yeah. So, anyone got anything else that they want to add before we go? I've got a no? funny story about Disney, but it can wait till days after that. Okay, I'm excited. Okay. Okay, so our Luke has released a video this week and it's really funny. So go and search for the After Dark podcast on YouTube and actually watch all of his videos because Luke does fantastic videos for our channel. Have you seen that the um, subscriptions on that channel has gone up and up and up? That's because everybody loves Luke. He was a really good guy, actually. He's fantastic. Mm. I think we've had about 125 now. 127, yeah. something like that. Wow. Well, We're he's little... done quite a few. Honestly, every time that there's a an announcement or things get put out in the park, Luke's there on the day and he's all ready to film. So, honestly, I think he's been the first person quite a few times now to release a prop video. I think he is, yeah. Didn't he, was, didn't he get the scoop on the Bummer House? He he did. He was in the park when it got announced. So he um, took a picture of the facade from, not illegally, because you could see it from inside of the park. Um, 
So obviously they'd just finished doing it and then made the announcement really quick because obviously people would see it. But yeah, he's done a lot of Halloween Horror Night stuff in the park in the last few weeks. So go and check out those videos because they're really cool. He also did a video where he went to all three parks in one day, all three Universal parks in one day. That was another cool video. And Craig, you've got some really fun videos up on the channel too. Yeah, all mine, unfortunately, at Disney because I didn't think about sharing them on our until I'd already deleted the Universal ones. So I've still got all the, the the footage in Google Cloud, so I can maybe put them together and put them out the Universal ones. Yeah, um, but I mean, one of Luke's has had fourteen hundred downloads, oh. and uh, that's the one with his sister-in-law in the background. It's quite popular. I can't think why. And my one of my videos has just overtook it. The uh, the fireworks oh. from Mickey's Not So Scary. Brilliant. Well, we've got yeah. so much content on that channel now. If you're not subscribed to it, go and subscribe to it because you're missing out otherwise. And you've got two weeks until Halloween Horror Night starts, so now is the time to go and buy Chris's book. Yes. And Amazon. There's links all over our pages. <laughs> go and buy it. Be prepared for Halloween Horror Nights. Do you just um, hand out signed copies while you're a Halloween Horror Nights, Chris? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Last year That's I did a do a few. Oh. Did you sell it at the parks yet? No. There's still time. <laughs> Matt so, Yeah, Matt Cord. Go and check all that stuff out. And then I've released a couple of new videos this week and last week, so go and check them out too. We will be back in a few days with an episode of Diz After Dark. And then next week, we'll be back with another Universal After Dark. So we will see you guys then. Bye-bye. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. So I'm Mary Poppins. <laughs> Bye now. See ya. Dark Podcast Network. Oh.